Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. <clears throat> time, date is November 18, 2019. Time is 11.42 Eastern Time in the a.m. Once again, it's the episode of The Bridge. You want to get out with Big Ron Brown, talking about the things I like to talk about, you know, sports, music, politics, world events, uh, music, religion, all types of events, all types of things to talk about. Uh, once again, get out with Big Ron Brown. Just want to talk about a few things. Uh, let's get into some Monday morning quarterback, as we always do, uh, starting in high school with my high school, uh, first round of the playoffs, Wayne County War Eagles, Wayne County High School, Waynesboro, Mississippi. We defeated uh, Forest Hill Patriots 35-11, to, 18, 35 to 11. Uh, advanced to the second round of the playoffs, and we will play one of our most heated rivalries, of all, the, the, three of the most heated rivalries in our school history is with the Laurel Tornadoes. Picayune Maroon Tide and with West Jones Mustangs. And we have to go to West Jones to play them in the second round of the playoffs this Friday in So-So, Mississippi. So, War Eagle Nation, I need y'all to show up and show out. Be there for our team. Hey, we having a good year this year. Moving on in the playoffs. And I think the other um, two 518s in the South State is between Laurel and Picayune. So, once again, it's the usual suspects this time of year. Wayne County, Laurel, Picayune, and, um, and West Jones. So, here we go. Next second round of playoffs. Let's get it. The winner of this game moves on to the South State South State Championship South State Conference Championship game the day after Thanksgiving next week. And you win or go home. So War Eagle Nation show up and show out and be there for the War Eagles as they, as they try to move forward to the state championship. Uh let's jump into some college football. Uh this past week. <clears throat> this past week, um had a few had a few good games, some very good games. Um Starting with the number one team in the country, LSU Tigers. No problem over um, Ole Miss, even though Ole Miss did put up a valiant effort at the end. They won 58-37. to uh, Joe Burrow, he is making his case again for Heisman. That kid is the truth. He is the truth. Getting to some other scores. Um, <clears throat> Alabama had no problem with Mississippi State, 38-7, to although felt bad for their quarterback tour. Looks like he's done for the rest of the season, and it's probably his career he's done with Alabama because more than likely he'll be a number one draft pick next year going into the draft. But I will say he has had an excellent career. He has had a dominant career. He's he's led in every statistical category in, in Alabama history as far as yards, touchdowns, wins, championships. I mean, he has done it all at the University of Alabama, so he owes them, and he doesn't owe them anything. He has given his literally his heart and soul and his body to that program, so... Congratulations to him on a great career, and I think he's moving forward. He's definitely going to be number one in the first round, a first round draft pick, maybe even the number one pick. So I uh, just want to say that to them. Uh, Penn State in a tight game with Indiana, they win thirty four to twenty seven. Florida had no problems with Missouri, twenty three to six. Wisconsin in a um, good game with the Nebraska, they won thirty seven to twenty one. Uh, Michigan had no problems with Michigan State, forty four to ten. Oklahoma State had no problems with Kansas, uh, 31-13. Notre Dame <laughs> had no problems with Navy, 52-20. Ohio State, 56-21. They're putting up their, their numbers. They're putting up every week. is crazy. Uh, Clemson had no problem with uh, with Wake Forest whatsoever, 52-3. Uh, in a dog fight, as we always, uh, dog and cat fight in the SEC with Georgia and Auburn, as it always is every year. Georgia escapes with the win, 21-14. They win the SEC East Division. That definitely would, They definitely will be in the SEC Championship game in Atlanta the first Saturday in December. Uh, Memphis over Houston, 45-27. Iowa State, 23. Texas, 21. A lot of people didn't see that coming, but that's why you play the game. 
Uh, West Virginia over Kansas State, 24-20. Iowa over Minnesota in a close game. Minnesota lost their first game of the year. They beat them 23-19. Um, some other scores to get into. Cincinnati over um, South Florida, 20-17. Oklahoma, my God, that was a heck of a comeback. Oklahoma beat Baylor to give them their first loss of the season, 34-31. Oklahoma was down 28-3, if I'm not mistaken, going into the second half. And that boy, um, Jalen Hurts, he is the truth. Another Heisman candidate. He is to be taken serious. So they came back and beat them 34-31 and gave Baylor their first loss of the season. Uh, Appalachian State, 56 over Georgia State, 27. Utah had no problem with UCLA, 49-3. Chip Kelly, you might be on the hot seat, man. <laughs> you definitely might be on the hot seat. Boise State over Uni University of New Mexico had no problem with them, 42-9. And Oregon, watch out for them. Watch out for the Ducks in the Pac-12. Oregon all over Arizona, 34-6. Looks like it's going to be Arizona. It might be Oregon and Utah for the um, Pac-12 championship game because this, this is the way it's looking. So, yes, indeed. So, that's college football for this past weekend. Now, I want to get into some NFL. Get into some NFL games. Uh, Cleveland, 21-7 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's their first time beating Cle uh, Cleveland, beating Pittsburgh in a long time. I will definitely come back to hit some. We all know what happened in that situation. I will definitely come back and hit uh, the, the other points of that game. Uh, my Cowboys over Detroit Lions, 35-27. Dak Prescott had a heck of a game. 400 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Our defense, we gotta we gotta step it up a little bit because it's getting it's getting crunch time now. We're getting into November and December, so anyway, we got the win. A win is a win. Hey, I don't want to hear you didn't play anybody. That doesn't matter. They're in the NFL, which means they are being paid to play too. So a win is a win, and I'll take it. Indianapolis over Jacksonville, thirty-three to thirteen. Jacoby Brissett, his first game back, looked pretty good. Uh, Nick Foles, his first game back, he looked pretty good. I think he threw over 200 yards passing and two touchdowns and a pick. So glad to see him back after having um, broken his collarbone in week one. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo Bills are definitely a surprise team this year. I think they're 7-3. They beat the Miami Dolphins 37-20. John Brown, former Cardinal, he had a heck of a game. I think he had like over 100-some yards passing, two touchdowns, caught two touchdowns. So Buffalo, they got a good defense. And, and you go into Buffalo, it could be a problem. Oh, man, Minnesota came back in a thrilling game against the Denver Broncos, 27-23. Man, Kirk Cousins, yo, he, he took, like like Deion Sanders said in NFL Prime, uh, NFL Prime last night on, on the NFL Network, he, he took responsibilities for his action the way he was playing early in the season. And I think since week five or six, he has definitely showed up and showed out. He had over 300 yards passing, I think three touchdowns, and a thrilling comeback against the Broncos, man. My cousin Brandon and my boy Horace, they are just sick all season because the Broncos is just, man, they need a quarterback. They got to get a quarterback. John Elwell, you got to get that right. Uh, New Orleans over Tampa Bay, 34-17. My mom, she is definitely happy. Who that nation, everybody back home in Mississippi, in New Orleans along the Gulf Coast. So Drew Brees is back looking like, he's, like he normally does, MVP. Uh, the Jets, 34, Washington Redskins, 17. I think Sam Darnold had like four touchdowns passing, so good win for them. Josh Adams, way to go, Josh. Friend of my um, wife's friend of my wife's uh, cousin got in the game and got some playing time, so way to go with him. Uh, Atlanta, two straight in the division, twenty nine and three over the Carolina Panthers. Hmm. 
Yeah, if you if um Carolina was thinking about getting rid of Cam Newton, you may want to rethink that. Yeah, may want to give that a second thought. Um, San Francisco in a thrilling victory came back to win thirty six to twenty six over the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, it's not your fault. Take any blame, Kyler Murray, because he is he is showing to be the number one pick. He is he is the balling. He's doing it with his arm and he's doing it with his leg. He may prolong Larry Fitzgerald's career about two or three years because that kid is straight up true. He's not a big man, not, not, not by any means, but he has a big heart and he has a big time arm and he uses his legs in a big time way. So San Francisco gets the win, 36-26 over the Cardinals. Uh, Oakland over Cincinnati, 17-10. I have to give it up to the Oakland Raiders and Mike Mayock and and John Gruden, they have their rookie, the young guys and that team looking good. <clears throat> They're in contention. And if the Chiefs lose tonight, I think the Oakland will be in first place or tied for first place in that division. Who would have thought? That's why you play the game, baby. Uh, New England, 17. Philadelphia Eagles, 10. Tough, tough game in here in Philadelphia. Uh, Patriots defense is as good as advertised. Tom Brady might not look like he used to, but it is what it is. Aguilar. That would have been a circus catch if you were able to make it, but they are crucifying him as always because he dropped that final pass at the end zone. It is what it is, man. L.A. Char- LA Rams over the Chicago Bears, 17-7. to uh, Didn't look – it wasn't a spectacular game. It was just looked like a defensive battle, and whoever made the less, less mistakes was going to win that game. Uh, Shout-out to my big brother Mike. Him and his uh, friend of his was at that game going for the Bears. Uh, why I don't know, but it is what it is. They need to run Todd. The Rams need to run Todd Gurley more. I guarantee, if you run him more and give him the ball more that he needs, the explosive plays will come. They keep thinking about last year. Last year is last year. You got to do what you got to do this year. Todd Gurley is your best player on offense. Feed the man the football, and you will win games. Chicago Bears fans, I ain't got nothing for you. Just keep this in mind. 2017 draft. You probably heard this a thousand times. You had a chance to get Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson. All three of those quarterbacks were in that draft, and you traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky. I don't have no words for you. Everybody in the front office for the Chicago Bears, including the owner, need to slap themselves for making that silly decision. Man, man, man. And, man, I thought what was going to be the game of the day turned to be a one-sided affair with the Baltimore Ravens all over the Houston Texans, 41-7. to I did not see that coming because I know Deshaun Watson is better than that. And him running around in the pocket holding on to that ball for like 10 seconds at a time, you got to throw it away or you got to just live to fight another down. And Lamar Jackson, my hat is saluted to him. That kid is playing, he is playing, he is playing, he is shutting up all his haters, and I love every minute of it because a lot of him saying that he was just a running back, he wasn't he he, he didn't have the intangibles to play quarterback, and of course my favorite, they love to say that he's not a pure pocket passer. That's just translation. They don't think this black man is smart enough to play quarterback. Listen to those words every time the combine and the draft comes around. He's not a pure pocket passer. That's Culver saying they don't believe the black boy is smart enough to play quarterback. That's what that means. So whatever. Lamar Jackson, keep balling, doing it with your arms and doing it with your legs. Keep doing what you're doing. I love every minute of it. Also, let's um. Yeah, I told you I would come back to the um Cleveland Browns game and um Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, 
Let's start off real quick. Mason Rudolph should be suspended. He should be fine as well. He started the entire thing. Now, maybe Miles Garrett did tackle him well after the whistle. I get that. But the fact that Mason Rudolph was trying to pull this man's helmet off, he started this whole thing. And I do believe the video showed that he kicked the man in the groin. So Mason Rudolph should not go unscathed. He started it. There's no way you can start something, play a victim, and don't get punished for it. Now, with that being said, Miles Garrett, you should have knew better. Miles Garrett, you lost control. You lost your head. You pretty much lost your mind. I don't care what he did. The fact that you pulled his helmet off and hit him in the top of the head. You hit that man in the top of the head with a helmet. Dude, there's no way you were not going to get you you Your yeah, your suspension and your fine was 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 needed because that should not happen. It should never happen again. That should never happen again. I'm not going to say <clears throat> Mason Rudolph was innocent. No because he was not because he started the whole thing. But Miles Garrett, you should have known better. And swinging that man and swinging that helmet and hitting him in the top of the head that's just uncalled for. You can't have it. And my man, you better than that. You are better than that. So take this time to get yourself together because you got pretty much the rest of this season. And nine times out of ten, you're probably going to have the first four games of next year to think about this. So don't let this define your career. Shannon Sharp said it best on Undisputed. Don't let this define your career. There's been plenty of talented, great players who have who have done things in their past and were able to salvage it and make a better career. And some of them are in the very Hall of Fame that we love and, and that we love in Canton, Ohio. So don't let this define your career. Use this as a stepping stone to be the better man that you want to be, man. Don't let this ugly situation be what people remember you for the most. Because they're going to remember it. There's just no way around it. But don't let this define your, the rest of your career as a player and define it as you as a man going forward. So... Just my thoughts on that situation. Uh, I want to talk about some local things. Um, listen to Solomon Jones. Shout out to Solomon Jones on Wake Up With Word on um, Wake Up With Word every morning. Great show. It's on, uh, I think, 96.1 um, and um, 900 um, AM. They were talking about the soda tax issue here in Philadelphia with our Mayor Kenny. Soda tax, everybody that, Phil that lives in Philadelphia, you know exactly what that is. Um... Over the past couple of years, they were saying that the soda tax just generated over the past few years, $193 million over the taxing of soda. But yet only $58 million is being used to what it's supposed to be used for, which was universal pre-K, um, the renovation of certain parks and schools, things that matter. And you mean to tell me so? 140 some odd million dollars. Where's that money going? People want to know. These are, I'm a taxpayer like myself. I go to work every day. I pay my taxes. I'm a registered voter. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I try to do the right thing. But yet you have these people who are in office who are taxing everything under the sun. You got this tax, soda tax, but you're only spending $58 million of what it's supposed to be going for. Where's that 140, 30, 40 some odd million dollars at? A lot of people want to know, man. It's just... Me being one of them, me being a citizen of this, me being a citizen of Philadelphia and a hardworking man like myself who pays my taxes. Yeah, I need to know exactly where my money is going. So um, people want to know, man. Um, 
some other local things that happened here um, close by. I live in Philadelphia. This happened in Pleasantville, New Jersey this past Friday night. Um, five people were charged in the shooting at a high school football game in Pleasantville, New Jersey. Um, one of the kids, I think was a 15-year-old kid, was grazed by a bullet. Another one was a 10-year-old kid. I believe he was either shot in the neck or the head. And me being a black man, just seeing all five of those faces plastered up on that screen, it just, it pisses me off. It irritates me and I'm sick of it. It's just, lives are ruined, lives are changed. You don't realize that when you make decisions like this, that five or 10 seconds that you, that you carelessly just bring a gun to a school and just let bullets ring out and people's lives are, are, they're terrified they're being threatened and you just, people just don't care. It's just, we got to do better, man. This is just ridiculous, man. I, I'm, I'm in a loss for words. I'm hoping that this kid that was shot, both of them that were shot will pull through. People don't think, man. Just think before you, please, just, please just try to think and resolve these issues before they happen. Another school shooting in California. Um, three were shot. I think two of them were dead, including, and I think the suspect, he finally was dead. These gun laws, man, when, when are we going to start taking these things more seriously? When are we going to start doing something about it? Um, just, I'm just, um, my thoughts and prayers, but we always say thoughts and prayers about situations like this. And it's just, when are we going to get past thoughts and prayers and actually doing something that matters? Um, so another one in the books, Sandy Hook, and another, another list of school shootings. Uh, uh, Another situation that I find crazy were these three judges that were suspended in Indiana. I'm not sure if this was recent or not, but I think it is true. These three judges, two white men and one white woman, were in Indiana. They were trying to go to a strip club, and they were not able to get into it for some reason. So they decided to go to a White Castle parking lot and get into an argument or an altercation with some people. They started talking smack to each other. Some names may have been called. One of them may have flipped a bird to one somebody else. These three judges get into a fight, and I believe two of them got shot, and all three of them have been suspended from the bench. I mean, this just goes to show you that we have people who are in the positions of power, our children. I mean, how in the world can you be a judge, someone who is supposed to uphold the law and carry out sentences for people who disobey the law? You're the very one out here disobeying and breaking the laws. It's, we have children who we have people in positions of power being ran by children all the way to the top. And it's just ridiculous. And I, You should hold just, you. You're in a position of power that affects so many lives. Every everything you've done now comes into question. And it's just sad. It's sad and pathetic. So. Just my take on it. Um, I have the impeachment hearings, of course, going on and the arrest of Roger Stone, one of Donald Trump's hand, um, right-hand man. So it looks like he could be spending 25, 30 years in prison. And um, that's cute and everything. We all understand that. But like I put on Facebook the other day, we all know that fish rots from the head down. So uh, go after that big orange whale in D.C. in the White House. So. Yeah, that's cute. Roger Stone, he got to he got arrested. He's Donald Trump's right hand man. Yeah, that's cute. But um, you need we all know who you need to go after. And um, and if Donald Trump is not impeached after all of this, just get rid of the word impeach because after all this man has said and done since he's been in the, as president, 
if you don't impe if you don't impeach this man, get rid of the word. The word is useless. It's no more than a rubber stamp. It means nothing. So, just my thoughts. Um, and also, Colin Kaepernick had his tryouts, had his tryout, his workout this past Saturday. Um, he had to move into a high school because for some reason, the NFL didn't want. They're, they wanted their own camera work, and they didn't want to allow Colin Kaepernick's people to come in with camera work to see the workout, so he moved it to a high school. Bottom line, I'm not going to get into what that decision or why he just, he chose to move the workout and, and it showed, he chose to speak to the media in the way he did. All I'm concerned with is that the man looked good. He, his arm, his, his throwing motion looked sharp. It looked crisp. The velocity of his arm looks good. He can throw it. He still has the deep ball. He still has that fastball pitch that he had coming out of college. He looks to be in shape. He looks like he can still play the game. There are plenty of teams out here, Denver, Chicago, um, Denver, Chicago, Miami, the three to, to be in particular, you need a quarterback desperately. Uh, Pittsburgh, yeah. There are a lot of teams out here that you could use Colin Kaepernick's services. And if this man can help you win games, which is the bottom line in this league, there's no reason why Colin Kaepernick should not be on the team. And one more thing that we have all said over the past years, but it needs to be addressed. People that want to get upset about him kneeling for the flag, be mindful. Please keep this in mind that it was a Green Beret, a person who was a part of the United States military, a person who fights for this country every day, puts his line on his puts his life on the line every day and serves this country and that flag every day. It was the person, it was a Green Beret. I forgot his name. He was a part of the army. He was the one that made that he made that decision for Colin Kaepernick and said, if you want to honor us, kneeling would be the best way to to honor those that you want to honor and the military. That was a fact that a man in the military told Colin Kaepernick to kneel. So, so for all you so-called patriots out there, it was a person in the military that told Colin Kaepernick the best way to honor us would be for you to kneel instead of sitting for the national anthem. Just keep that in mind. But that gets lost in all of this. But keep that in mind. Um, all your local, lo love the local news. Sean Kratz was found guilty of, of that heinous crime, of that crazy crime, that uh, those killings of those uh, four other boys out in Bucks County. Uh, I think that's taking the death penalty off the table. But hopefully those families can find some peace. Uh, he buried them on some property out in Bucks County. So he is found, found guilty of that. Uh, I said the death penalty is off the table, but we'll see how that goes. But uh, hopefully those families can find some peace if they find peace of this situation. So, but uh, once again, people, it's just um another episode of the bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown. Just some things that I like to talk about. Um, just um I will be posting this to my um Facebook page. I will be posting this to Twitter. So just give me your feedback, man. I look forward to it. Just let me know if some, some things you want me to talk about. Some things you want me to discuss. Like I said, just my humble opinion about things that I like to talk about. So just get at me. You can reach me on Ron Brown and uh, you can reach me on Twitter, Facebook, all social media outlets. So spell with two N's, R-O-N-N Brown. So just give me your feedback. Let me know if you like this show, if you like what I'm talking about, if you some things you want me to discuss or talk about. So um, just let me know and um, I'll keep doing this. It's just like I said, things that I like to talk about. So. Just let me know how you feel, and um, you guys have a good day, and I'll talk with you later. Peace.